0: Hello, Kryptonites! Welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, here with my co-host Jake Jabarelli, here to give you the top ten daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. Wait, that's it, Jake? How's it been going, man? Didn't didn't see you on the last episode. You were a little busy, but uh what's up, man?
1: Yeah, I've been out of town for the last week, actually. Yeah. Um, was quite busy on Sunday and it's catching up with family and uh, fortunately, fortunately where I am right now there's nobody around there's nothing to distract me except piles and piles of uh, photographs that I gotta gobs yeah. and gobs of
0: photographs
1: yeah piles, uh, lots and lots of stuff uh, that I'm trying to archive so it's uh, kind of a self-inflicted uh, disclaimer this content is for entertainment purposes only any content made by us the host or guests is not financial advice that was a terrible segue, but i figured i'd No worries. <laughs> all
0: right um was that it yeah cool let's do it then let's go ahead and get your top 10 daily stats provided by crypto no, excuse me coingecko.com of course we got bitcoin settling at $43,868 $0.18 with a whopping 7-day gain of 18.7% and a market cap of $831 uh, billion. Number two, Ethereum settling at $3,185 with an 18.4% gain in the past 7 days and a $380 billion gain or the market cap correction and number three tether settling at one dollar with a no gain no loss for the past seven days and a market cap of 78 billion dollars number four finance coin settling at 417 and a seven day gain of 13 percent and a market cap of 70 billion dollars and usd coin coming in number five settling at one dollar of course stable you know, them. no gain no loss for the past seven days and a market cap of 51 billion dollars number six xrp Settling at $0.86 with a OMG 7-day gain of 43.6% gain. cha Somebody made some money. And a market cap of $41 billion. Billion. With a B. Capital B. And number 7, Cardano. Settling at $1.18 with a 7-day gain of 14.2%. And a market cap of... Hmm, 37 billion dollars. Number eight, Solana, settling at one uh, one eleven and thirty-one cents with a seven day gain of nine point three percent and a mark cap of thirty-five billion dollars and number nine polkadot coming in uh settling at twenty one dollars and fifty five cents with a seven day gain of fourteen point three percent. Everything looks pretty good right now. It's green, green, green. And, mm-hmm. and, of course, Polkadot has a market cap of $23 billion. And last but not least, nuts for our top 10 daily stats, we have Terra settling at $55.88 with a seven-day gain of 17.1% and a market cap of $22 billion. And our next 5 runner runners-up are Avalanche, Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, Finance USD, and Polygon. Hey, Polygon's
1: in the top 15 again.
0: Woo. Do you have Polygon? I have a lot of coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much Polygon do you
1: have? In- including absolute shit coins. Um, I can't admit to how much Polygon I have, nor can I admit to anything, because no one should ever tell anyone how much coin they have. But um, I have a some. Two
0: Satoshis a day, everybody.
1: I do have some Polygon and some, well, I have some
0: of the. Literally everything that's up on 100 so let me ask you did, did you ever get your polygon over to uh the polygon chain or is it still on east chain
1: no it's definitely on polygon it's been on polygon since they broke away so mm. i i don't want to trade on ETH because ETH is expensive regardless of what price it's at all so.
0: right was it uh, was it difficult easy no. affordable expensive oh it was very it was easy no, It was very
1: easy to get no it was very very inexpensive and very easy to get
0: Cryptonauts, let's see, where is our total market cap? There it is at 2.1 trillion dollars. That's with a capital T, the big T, that's what that capital T means, and a seven day gain. or actually, excuse me, last 24 hour gain of 1.6%. And as you can see here, Cryptonauts, if you look up in the top right corner, you do see a little candy jar. Mine has a little red dot on it because I didn't collect my candies for the day, which I'm about to collect right now. Cha there we go. Collecting my candies, you can hit up the rewards tab right here, click the rewards. Last week, as you guys saw, or this past Sunday, correction, I collected uh, an NFT badge, which is still on the market right now, and it's called Candy Collector. And if you guys haven't done that yet, you guys can get yourself some awesome NFTs or some cool discounts on some services or products here that uh, CoinGecko is giving you guys. So with that said, Jake, back to you.
1: All right. We got not a whole lot of news today. Uh articles there's a lot of uh, analysis going on but uh let me just get to the uh little note we normally run here um here we go. <laughs> i got it <clears throat> so uh we appreciate everyone who is listening on anchor or other podcasting sites as well as anyone watching uh Ron and us do the scrolling of the news on youtube if you like our content we do appreciate a like and if you'd like to get more of it, you can hit a subscribe with the notification bell even like Wednesday and Sundays when we post. You can check us on Discord. Uh, there's always a lot of activity on Discord, but I was looking for more people to join if they'd like to, because you can get to talk to us directly and get to interact with us on all kinds of different points, particularly Raven. A very popular coin with us. We also you know, Any of the people that we've interviewed in the past, a lot of them have a tendency to hang out in our Discord channel. Uh, you can also get us on Patreon, with three different levels of uh, support. And if you don't want to do that, you can always support us through crypto. We accept Finance, Ethereum, Bitcoin, BAT, a bunch of bees there, and Raven. You can yeah. get that in the link tree, or the coin tree. Sorry, the coin tree link in the description. Well,
0: perfect. All right, Cryptonauts, let's get started with your crypto news of the day, provided by CryptoPotato.com. First news of the day, written by Felix Mullen. Crypto.com becomes the official partner of Formula One Miami Grand Prix. 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 Prix? No. Is it Prix? Prix.
1: Yeah, but just like all those other weird French words that don't make sense, like kernel and and chuffer and things like that, the P-R-I-X means Prix.
0: P-R-I-X. All right, Crypto.com has made a new move in its aggressive sports marketing campaign, partnering once again with Formula One to become the official title partner of the new Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix. The announcement comes just days before the airing of the Super Bowl, uh, what is that? LVI? The most watched sporting event in the United States.
1: 56, I think, yeah. LVI is 56.
0: All right, in which the exchange bought a spot to air an ad. That could be, that must have been, that cut, how much did it cost? That, that Six wild. million.
1: Six million dollars for 30 seconds, I believe. That's a lot of money. Uh, that <laughs> could
0: be seen at least 96.4 million, by at least 96.4 million people, if last year's figures are repeated by, which by the way were the lowest in the last 15 years. According to APR, shared with Crypto Potatoes, South Florida Motorsports, SSM, the official promoter of the F1 Miami Grand Prix, has announced Crypto.com is the official title partner of the city's Grand Prix. As part of the deal, the Grand Prix will now be named Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix, giving the exchange a considerable brand presence among Formula One fans all over the world. And here's a little tweet from guess, uh, Crypto.com deepening our global partnership with at F1. We're proud to be the first official title partner of the Formula One Miami Grand Prix. See you in Miami May 6th. Alright. Pizza.com will have the rights to incorporate its logo into the Miami uh, International Auto Autodrome facility in addition to being able to integrate its branding into the event's logo itself. The famous logo will also appear on the podium at winner winner's trophies. As an additional point, a special Crypto.com fan zone was announced. This is a special place for the center of the Hard Rock Stadium, where a series of activities will take place outside the Grand Prix itself. The agreement runs for nine years starting this season and following a previous partnership between the Exchange and F1, which saw Crypto.com become an inaugural global partnership of the Sprint Series for 2021. Crypto.com has been one of the fastest growing exchanges in the cryptocurrency space, securing a place among heavyweight exchanges such as Binance, FTX, or Coinbase, especially in the North American markets. Part of its success is due to a sporty marketing strategy that has allowed it to take advantage of the general public's interest in the cryptocurrency market. As we mentioned at the beginning of the article, Crypto.com will have an advertising space for this Bowl LVI. Okay, what'd you say, 56? Yeah, right. Yeah, fifty-six. 56 L means
1: fifty, V means five, one means one. So and fifty plus in, five
0: plus one is fifty-six. Yeah, and that's and that was in what China, Chinese, right? Because the, the Super Bowl is in, in China t- this year, right? <laughs> you mean the Olympics. <laughs> All right. Accord according. According, okay. according to official estimates, the exchange may have spent about six point five million dollars for it. Wowzers. In addition to Crypto.com and bankman Feeds, FTX, also bought an ad space, and there are rumors that Etoro may have also invested in its own advertising spot. So well, it sounds like there's should be a bunch of crypto crypto ads this year. Wow.
1: wow. Yeah, crypto's the new the new thing that's coming out, and they're they're obviously well, making money hand over fist, well, especially when the, the market's point coming back up again. So. I
0: really, really, really hope that they don't screw up the because that, that that's the only thing that I like about. Uh, um, the Super Bowl is the ads. They're so funny, yeah. man. They're so funny. They're so. Yeah. Per- you know, I like them. So I hope that these guys uh, go daddy,
1: go daddy, uh, Doritos, uh, Ge- Geico. All of them seem to have really good uh, marketing firms that they hire to do ridiculously funny and catchy. Obviously, like yeah. like uh, yeah. Old Spice. Old Spice is an amazing thing with the Super Bowl. It's the reason we started using them again. Like just. Just get the right ad advertising ABC and then you will know, pass past the beta group and just you know if you can do it, if you can pull it off you, you can you, this the 6, 12, 18, 20 million dollars you spend on the one freaking ad that you put in front of those 100 million viewers is worth all the money you spent on. It. So. Anyway, continuing on here with a news from Jordan, Jordan Lyonchev about Zambia. Zambia explores creating its own digital currency after bashing crypto. Ha <laughs> ha, crypto. Oh wait, maybe that's crypto. <laughs> Zambia's central bank is reportedly conducting research on its own digital currency in hopes of cutting transaction costs and boosting participation. Hey, now let's let's see if Zambia can pull it off. Um, central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, uh, are digital tokens tied to a nation's currency and run by its central bank which basically means that rather being decentralized, it's centralized. Officials hope that CBDC could expand the number of people with access to financial services while also improving traceability, efficiency, and safety of payment systems. Yeah, that would be good. So less corruption, the better. Uh, Zambia's Central Monetary Authority expects, to, expects the results of the research to come in by the fourth quarter of this year. There is CBDC versus Bitcoin, unlike cryptocurrencies, which is Bitcoin, uh, CVCs are tied to a given fiat currency, like that currency of Zambia. That's why they won't—they likely won't experience that much in terms of price volatility. Now, of course, <laughs> if the coin of the land is, is volatile, then the CVC will be too. In fact, earlier this month, the Bank of Zambia warned about the potential risks associated with dealing with digital assets. Quote, people who want to deal in them should have a clear understanding of all the risks that come with such payment and investment instruments." On the other hand, CBCs face criticism due to centralization. Unlike Bitcoin, CBC will will likely be under complete control of one party, the central bank. This is where the Chinese effort to launch a digital yuan has uh, uh, experienced a significant backlash from other monetary participants. Zambia may soon join other countries like China, Thailand, Malaysia, Nigeria, and others who have launched their pilot and piloted their own digital currencies. Developing countries are at the forefront of innovating innovation in payments. This is because their citizens have limited access to traditional banking services. For that reason, mobile-based money transfer services like Kenya's M-Pesa are disrupting the payment systems in these countries. Similar services based on blockchain tech could also take a fair share of the pie. For example, Bitcoin's Lightning Network, which we all use and appreciate, is popular in certain places in El Salvador, and is getting traction in other populated areas.
0: And that, so, la- that last sentence there, in regards to El Salvador, apparently, I, I I, try, I, I was trying to um, get through it, but you know, it's only for uh, Salvadorians um yeah I, I just wanted i just wanted to test out the app come on you guys come on just let me test it out no 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 so apparently um el chivo wallet is using lightning Network work on the back end just to uh reduce the amount of fees because you got to keep in mind that uh, el salvadorians don't uh, uh make a lot of income so to have uh the ability to use crypto without having that uh that bank taking those fees and you just pay a small, it, like literally, you're paying a satoshi, you're paying a single satoshi as a fee. That is unbelievable. That's crazy, man. That's a beautiful thing, man. That's that's what that's what the satoshi white paper was all about. Literally, you read the first sentence. You know, it's a, it's a whole getting getting rid of that middleman. That's all. That's what it's about. Uh.
1: Yeah. Instead of instead of depending upon the middleman, of course the then the middleman can set his or her or you know, entity's own prices.
0: But you know what's interesting? Like how, you know I'm sure the Salvadorian government has control, has access to everyone's wallet when they're using the Chibo wallet, right? I'm sure they can shut down people after their K seed if they're uh, if they're doing criminal stuff, right? So mm, I'm sure probably it's not not as decentralized as, as it's it's a government wallet. Like, what do you expect, right? Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, the, the problem I think a lot of people have with it is the people who are willing to use it are just like, well, fine. It's a better option than our crappy. Well, OK,
0: uh,
1: hold on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's...
0: they're almost encouraged Wait. to use it because they're literally giving three hundred dollars every month for free. Hey, you use this wallet. We're giving you three hundred dollars. Well, why well, wouldn't that's... I, man? No, excuse yeah, exactly. me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a CBDC. That was that was a Chinese CBDC. Um, the Salvadorian, I think they gave you like fifty dollars, a one time payment of fifty dollars. I think. But still, $50 oh, in, in, in a cheaper wallet in crypto. I mean, it's free sure. money, man.
1: Coinbase will give you $120 just for using their app. So, uh, uh,
0: What do you mean? Explain.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that much anymore, but most, most new users to Coinbase and learn about, let's say, 10 or 12 different coins mm-hmm. and make $120. Yeah,
0: exactly. And if you're curious, Point. cryptonauts or new crypto heads, refer a link in the description below.
1: Well, not just that, but I mean, if you join our Discord, you get C3 Media Tokens. Oh, so, yeah. And you get them every single day. You can literally get more and more C3 Media Tokens every single day. You can do work or you get your daily payout. <laughs> so come and join the Discord channel and get your C3 Media Tokens.
0: And those NFTs. All right, we're done with this one? Let's go on to the next one. Yep. All right. Let's see. IMF chief CBDCs could be safer and cheaper than cryptocurrencies written by Jordan Lionchev. Central bank digital currencies have become among the most popular topics of discussion among governing monetary bodies as they are trying to find a way to reduce the impact of private cryptocurrencies. However, IMF's managing director believes that each country has to follow its own route. As to one type of a CBDC will not work in every nation. Reports emerge daily of new central banks that are hoping that are hopping on the CBDC trend, uh, trying to capitalize on the. Digital. You know that's, you know, that's side tangent. So I'm talking to I'm talking to some coworkers. Because now they're getting into crypto. They're getting they're getting into crypto, which is pretty cool. But I'm talking about you know governments and and getting involved in crypto now and. C B D and they're like what? You're talking about uh, you're talking about the herb? Like I'm not, oh, come on, man. I'm not talking about C B D. Come on man. Yeah, what is this? C B D currency? Is that what this <laughs> C
1: B D currency? Is that what
0: CBD do do? I said, nah no, 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 relax. It's like what you're trying to give me high or something? It's like no dude. Like, <laughs> I know, I
1: know have had people say that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyways, okay, what are <laughs> reports being merged daily from uh, of a uh, Reports emerge daily of new central banks that are hoping uh, that are hopping on the CBDC trend, trying to capitalize on the digitization of money. Cited by Reuters, a research conducted by the International Monetary Fund estimated that approximately 100 such organizations are currently working on launching their own version of the digital fiat currency. The institution has looked into several such countries, including China, Sweden and the Bahamas, all of which have reported highly advanced products that are close to seeing the light of day. Yet, given the different different ways that all the countries are ruled, IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva suggested that the, these early experiences have provided various, various lessons. For instance, she believes that a prudently designed CBDC can provide more resilience for the local financial networks while also reducing transaction costs. Georgivia also claimed that such a digital product will be safer, quote unquote, than cryptocurrencies which are unbacked, quote unquote, and inherently volatile, quote unquote. However, she failed to mention that CBDCs will also be highly centralized since they will be operated by the central banks. Unlike Bitcoin and other crypto assets that have no central point of authority. Ultimately, though, Georgivia asserted that no one size fits all when it comes down to a CBDC. Quote, there are still early days for the CBDC and we don't quite know how far and how fast it will go. She concluded. Aside from the aforementioned countries, other nations that have made significant development in launching such products include South Korea, India, Malaysia, and others. And while the US Federal Reserve still explores the pros and cons of a CBDC, India's Prime Minister believes the digital versions of the country's fiat currency will strengthen its economy. Separately, Russia's second richest man, recently asserted that a CBC could replace Bitcoin. He joined Georgivia's in highlighting BTC's volatility as a potential hurdle. There you go. <clears throat> I think that's a bunch of BS in my opinion and not financial advice, but I don't see no damn CBDC replacing Bitcoin anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might replace Bitcoin within that particular country, but as long as Bitcoin is, you know, as long as the internet exists in a country <laughs> In any way, shape, or form, then the uh, bit, then Bitcoin will be. And you technically, don't even need the internet necessarily to trade Bitcoin. You just need to, at some point to resync sync your wallet. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of things depend on the internet. Thankfully, it exists. Continuing on to Ukraine, Andy Williams. Ukraine received a $570,000 uh, Bitcoin donation to support the fight against Russia. Yeah. Money in form of Bitcoin, Ooh, just like Tonga. A recent report from the blockchain analytics company Elliptic revealed that the Ukrainian volunteer groups and non-government organizations or NGOs recently uh, received more than 570 thousand dollars in Bitcoin donations through 2021, or pardon, throughout 2021, which is weird because I thought they used rubles. Anyways, um, interestingly. The total Bitcoin donations made to Ukrainian NGOs in 2021 represent a 900% increase from the previous year. The volunteer groups emerged in 2014 to support protesters during the Maiden, pardon, is it Medan revolution, which led to the the removal of the pro Russia president Viktor Yanukovych from power. I'm going to have to say this guy's name again here. Following Yanukovych's Ousting, Russia invaded and annexed the Crimea peninsula from Ukraine, which led to a civil war. Since then, the two neighboring countries have been in a state war, and the volunteer groups have been supporting the Ukrainian military by by providing weapons and medical supplies. According to Elliptic, these organizations receive donations from private individuals and entities via fiat and crypto, cryptocurrencies. However. In 2021, the groups received more Bitcoin donations compared to fiat as the cryptocurrency allows its uh, donors rather, to make contributions without restriction. This is brilliant. And this is, like I said, why it was so awesome. Bitcoin, quote, quote, Bitcoin has emerged as an important alternative funding method, allowing international donors to bypass financial institutions that are blocking payments to these groups, and quote, the report stated. Yes, this is, this is why Bitcoin rocks. One of the reasons, uh, the document further revealed that Comeback Alive, one of the largest non-government organizations supporting the Ukrainian army, raised nearly $200,000 via Bitcoin donations in the second half of 2021. Other volunteer groups like the Ukrainian Cyber Alliance and Cyber Partisans raised $100,000 and $84,000 respectively over the past year via crypto donation. Miro, uh, Miro Voritz, I think that's how you know it or maybe it's Mirat another group strong with ties to the Ukrainian government and law enforcement agencies has raised $268,000 through Bitcoin donations since it launched, the report said. Meanwhile, donating cryptocurrencies to volunteer groups and charity organizations is not a new concept. In October 2020, way back then, the Feminist Coalition, an advocacy group in Nigeria received $165,000 through Bitcoin donations to support the fight against police brutality in the country. And also in November 2021, Tirpid Potato reported that the Fidelity, Ch- uh, me, that Fidelity Charitable, the largest grant maker in the United States, received more than $270 million in corporate donations last year, a 400% increase compared to 2017. Yeah, that's, that's quite a big cash.
0: Is Fidelity Charitable affiliated with Black Fidelity the Fidelity-like investment?
1: Could be, it could be. It's all fidelity is just a generic word. It doesn't necessarily have to be fidelity capital. So. Right,
0: that's what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm asking is, it fidelity with that or is it something else? It might be it's... using
1: a name that sounds like it, and it also might. I'd have to look, them, but I have no like mm-hmm. it. But yeah, that's a that's a good chunk of change there. Uh, Three hundred million, well, a quarter of a billion dollars.
0: But nonetheless, the
1: the, kind of the point—the point that's being made here overall, other than just the fact that Ukraine itself received, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Five hundred sixty. Two thirds. Roughly, you know, a little bit over half a million dollars in in Bitcoin uh, is because the same thing as I was mentioning before. Tonga, you know, when its its infrastructure went down due to the volcano explosion, eruption, Mm -hmm. but um, the Bitcoin was still open. You know, as long yeah. as you got Internet somewhere, then, you know, whatever your infrastructure, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. And if you and have a satellite right. connection yeah, I and mean, you even, can even get. Cell, exactly. Cell phones, satellite, uh, solar panels. You're good to go, man. You're good yeah. to go. Yeah.
1: And you, you just bypass all the infrastructure. And of course, this is the point of Bitcoin. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to jump yeah, totally on my, my soapbox here. But, since you brought that up. Yeah, right. but I mean, this is literally the point of Bitcoin is to bypass prior institutional mm-hmm. um, Settings and, and, and infrastructure that existed before, because it only—I mean, it doesn't just exist in defense of traditional infrastructure. It doesn't exist solely to benefit, you know, the, the middlemen. But it—it's uh, the was it Milton Friedman was the, the uh, father of modern econ- economics was the one who, who predicted the idea, as I've said many times in the show, predicted the idea of Bitcoin's existence. and may have been the impetus. Its existence, but um, it, it that's the point is he's like, you know, the financial institutions are screwing us because they have control of our money. We need a way of controlling it for ourselves and still being able to transfer it to each other. That's the reason that institutions existed, right? Banks and whatnot, they were the first institutions to uh, allow money transfer and then they controlled it, but then they controlled it, and you didn't have any like I'm gonna do my two satoshis, and I already did it earlier, but. Um, the one thing, probably one of the things I, I despise the most about traditional finance is the credit system in the United States. I know it's there quote unquote to protect us but I don't even know how it works and half the time I don't even know how to make it work and at the moment I'm kind of upside down in it and and I realized the whole point was to allow people to get credit, but the creditor systems themselves are screwing the, the common man and so, if you don't keep your credit up, and you don't even know how it works, you're in a system that you have no control over, and and you just you're screwed. You're just you're screwed by default. Um, so the, the the Bitcoin itself, obviously, there needs to be some way of verifying the validity because the problem with Bitcoin transfers there's no way of getting it back. There's no easy way of getting it back. Um, and so there is that concern. But at the same time, when it comes to Credit systems, the, the, the current credit system in the United States means nothing to Bitcoin. So you don't have to have a credit system. You know, if you have yep. money, use your money.
0: And, and Who cares if there's nations, credit involved? And in some nations now, Bitcoin is considered money's awesome. We're still working on that in the United States, but uh, soon, soon. Yeah. Real, so, and when I flip, mean, and when I, regardless, in, of,
1: regardless of whether or not Bitcoin becomes a quote-unquote officially recognized currency in the United States, which I kind of hope it doesn't, um, is it, it is a way of transferring funds. If you can find people, and you already can, because there's, there's hundreds, if not thousands of vendors who currently accept Bitcoin and Ethereum as payment, mm-hmm. um, even stablecoins. Why do you need the government to officially recognize Bitcoin as a currency? You don't. You don't. People already no. accept it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't even need... You don't need, the, you don't need the government. That's the whole point. You don't need that middleman to say, hey, I need you to accept... No, 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 no. I, I yep. recognize it to be a currency, and the person that is selling me either a taco... <laughs> of course, that's the first thing I think of, right? A taco or uh, some type of service. They want to cut my lawn, and they're willing to accept crypto for that. Okay, cool.
1: I mean, a- even a house. You I mean, buy a car, buy a house, buy oh. a- whatever you want to buy with crypto. You can currently use Craigslist in the United States to buy buy whatever you want, as long as the other party accepts coin. You can do that. So,
0: cryptocraigslist.com.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, they've always in the last what four years, Craigslist has been ha- has offered cryptocurrency as a payment method. Oh,
0: really? So. I don't. Know. I, I don't use. I
1: don't use Craigslist. I may mean, not use it all that often, but it is a a trading platform that you can use
0: cryptocurrency on so all right next news we're going to skip the shiba inu price analyst because we know that shiba did go up shiba 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 Shib. 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 The shibs all right next news is written by ooh, hold on let's see Sh- uh uh shia Deca, apple's new feature to let merchants accept payments in crypto we were just talking about this Yeah, great segue, right? Right? The upcoming Tap to Pay feature on Apple's iPhone will offer contactless payments functions to millions of U.S. merchants, both big and small, to accept all types of payments. These include Apple Pay, contactless debt, uh, debit, correction, debit, and credit cards, and digital wallets according to the official press release the feature does not require any additional hardware or payment terminal. the announcement revealed that tap to pay on iphones will work with contactless credit and debit cards for prominent payment networks such as american express discover mastercard and visa this essentially means that customers would be able to use their cryptocurrency holdings to make payments via tap to pay while customers will not be able to complete a what? Well, customers will not be able to complete a direct transaction for Bitcoin and other uh, digital assets. They will be able to spend their holdings via Coinbase card, Crypto.com, Visa card, etc. Oh, I see. So, yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So, they're not, it, this is a marketing scheme. It's if an in-between way, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of in-between. Not really, it's not like, oh, you can actually use your you know personal wallet with bitcoin no you have so, to use your personal wallet on coinbase or personal wallet on crypto.com right
0: so so crypto uh coinbase and crypto.com and all these other uh card providers they actually use visa or mastercard so basically what apple's telling you is that we accept visa and mastercard and coincidentally coinbase card and crypto.com card it uses visa and mastercard so we will accept it as well it's kind of stupid but whatever Jennifer Bailey, the company vice president of Apple Pay and Apple Wallet, underscore the growing phenomena of consumer tapping to pay with digital wallets. I do that all the time. Um, actually, that's pretty much my main my main way of paying for services now. That's how what I bought my uh, my Indian fusion uh, chicken chow mein for lunch. That's what I that, tapped to pay. It's awesome. Uh, With digital wallets and credit cards, Bailey asserted that iPhone's soon-to-be-launched features will provide businesses with a secure, private, and easy way to accept contactless payments and explore new checkout experiences. She went on to add, quote, In collaborations with payment platforms, app developers, and payment networks, we're making it easier than ever for businesses of all sizes for solopreneurs to large retailers to seamlessly accept contactless payments and continue to grow their business. Apple further announced that the privately held financial services company Stripe will be the first payment platform to offer top to pay on iPhones to its business uh, users and will onboard additional payment platforms and apps later this year. Is this a threat to Jack Dorsey's block? Question mark? A merchants accepting card-based payments have become increasingly popular owning the platform such as fintech giant Block, formerly Square. Since the initial Bloomberg reports on the product, many experts had weighed on its implications on Block. Barclays analyst Ramsey el Salle, for one, does not expect Apple's inclusion of tap-to-pay to, to have material impact on current competitive dynamics. In fact, the analyst earlier commented that the features will be, uh, ad- will be additive rather than competitive. That's absolutely right because they're kind of late in the game when it comes to tap to pay. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It, it's I was thinking of what I was going to say about it. I just stepped away. Um, yeah, I think we kind of made the commentary at the beginning that it's. Kind Of a sidestep to what's really going on, it's kind of like, yeah, sure, crypto through these institutions you could do it. But I mean, the majority of people who are going to be using this are the only ones who actually have crypto in the normal, in these quote, normal locations, not in what crypto started out as the people who got into it, like us, you know, 10 uh, 7 to 10 years ago. We know what crypto should be stored on your own personal wallet, but because it's it's not convenient, nor really all that simple, unless you understand, to hold a wallet that's not a group wallet like it is on, on Coinbase or, or Crypto.com. Um, this feature is, is something we can use, but really isn't for us. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continuing on with a Julian Assange, yeah. no, actually just Assange now. Um, okay. Okay. So from shayani Dika or Deka, Assange Dao includes fundraising a uh, fundraise raise after securing 17,422 ETH for $54 million. It's hardly anything, just you know, $54 million. <laughs> Dedicated to restoring Assange's freedom, Assange Dao uh, started its fundraising on February 3rd. Less than a week later, it concluded its efforts after managing to rake in 17,122 ETH for from its 10,000 users. A newly formed Assange AssangeDAO's mission was to raise enough funds to help Julius, uh, free Julian Assange. Aimed to acquire ETH in return for justice, capital justice, governance token, to bid on a one-of-one NFT, very unique, <laughs> the NFT in question was made well known by uh, digital artist P- uh, Pac in collaboration with Assange. The proceeds raised from its sale are expected to benefit Assange's defense fund in terms of legal fees and campaigning to ri- uh, raise awareness of his extradition case. As per the data from Juicebox, the funds generated now stand around fifty-five million million, website dedicated the DAO stated, quote, Assange Dow intends to raise capital to bid on Assange's NFT by galvanizing in Assange's solidarity network. We hope to send powerful signals. Time of passivity is over. A new era of cypherpunk organization has dawned. The report, uh, as reported by CryptoPotato earlier, the decentralized autonomous organization DAO raised more than $38 million in ETH by February 7th, adding almost $15 more uh, uh, in two days. It also became the largest juice box DAO to raise, uh, raise in history after surpassing the now defunct Constitution DAO. Among other notable con- uh, contribu- contributions, Assange now also pulled in uh, around $31,000 or 10 ETH from Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin, well, co-founder and CEO of Gnosis, Martin Koppelman, also revealed contributing 10 eighth to the movement last uh, week. SonnetDAO was inspired by the free Ross DAO created to free the, the creator of the darknet, darknet market website Silk Road, Ross Ulbricht, and ended by raising $12 million. the uh, extradition case. In 2021, WikiLeaks founder lost a major legal batter, battle after the British court ruled he could be extradited to the United States to face trial over the publication of hundreds of thousands of classified military documents and diplomatic tables in 2010 and 2011. In major relief for the uh, Australian National, the UK High Court ruled that Assange will be able to challenge the decision of him being extradited to the U.S. on espionage charges where he faces a 175-year prison sentence. Assange can now appeal to the court the country's Supreme Court. Um, I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> uh, well I mean if you want to go ahead and say something I'd No, go ahead. Um, I guess I, I feel weird about it because while I do agree with freedom of information, um, I I don't know that uh, how do I put it exactly uh, was it assange's duty since he wasn't even you know he's not american he's an australian um
0: uh,
1: his duty to not reveal this data so that he didn't get in quote-unquote trouble if he knew this was you know and he did as far that as tell know that his, this would be damaging to the u.s but it's the same thing with what's his name um, uh, what's his name it's the guy that did it in right Hiding out in Russia. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, anyways, well, I think we know what we're talking about. The guy who was in the military in Hawaii and went to uh, Russia to hide out. Um, the difference is that Assange got caught, right? And um, uh, the guy whose name I can't remember at the moment <laughs> didn't get caught yet. He left before before he could get stopped. Um, now of course, he has to live out his days in Russia uh, for fear of you know, basically being done have the same thing happen to him as Assange, but uh, it's, it's a is it I guess one thing is, was it Assange's call? I don't think it really was. Now where, was the documentation that was revealed um, Edward Snowden? Pardon? Edward yeah, Snowden. Snowden, right? Yeah, Snowden. Um, what? What? It wasn't just Assange's call, but he was given this documentation and he revealed it. So uh, I would say, like, if it were mine, I probably wouldn't have done it. But but, but Assange was in the business of leaking documents. So literally, WikiLeaks <laughs> was the the thing. So it's like, if this is the hill you're gonna die on, well, you, you made your bed. You're gonna have to sleep in it. To use two different analogies or um, you know, axioms. So it's kind of like should've been expecting this to happen, right? So <laughs> well, I mean, I, if you're going to be an enemy of the state, be prepared for the consequences. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you know, I watched uh, watched one of his documentaries uh, recently, and um, he doesn't look all that uh, healthy anymore. It looks like he's been yeah. he's been uh, quarantined for many years. Literally years he's been quarantined in a small little uh, section.
1: Are we talking about Snowden or Assange? Uh, Assange. Oh, yeah, no. Assange definitely does not look good. Last time I saw any uh, videos of him you know, living out. You know, it, what, what's the difference? Living
0: man, I think living Snowden, in a. In a con- I think Snowden's living it? out of uh, um, out of uh, uh, McAfee's house, man. McAfee's mansion. <laughs> that dude is—he's healthier than, than than most people, man.
1: Well, he's also very, uh, uh, what's the word, um, conscious of what he should and should not do. You know? he was a he was a, he was a, a very highly intelligent in school, a highly intelligent, um, you know, security manager. He knew what he was getting into. He just didn't realize that the extent of what was going on it was bad. And do governments do bad things that are even like you know heinously bad things? Yeah, <laughs> even our government. <laughs> if anything, I would say our government is one of the worst. But. Do we always get to see it? No. And he, when he saw that he could reveal it, he did. Because he felt, you know, I mean, to be a whistleblower. But how are you a whistleblower against your own country? If you are, you could be, you know, I mean, just the other thing is, the United States is one of the few countries where you could be a whistleblower and not just be uh, disappeared, I guess. Because uh, being, you know, competing with Putin publicly, all the people who have competed with Putin publicly have been thrown in prison. Or have been disappeared. So, at least these two men, in conflict with the United States government, aren't getting disappeared. Right? They're they're in serious legal trouble, but they're not being disappeared.
0: Don't challenge. They're just being
1: wiped off the planet.
0: Don't so. don't challenge Hillary, man. She'll make you disappear. <laughs> All right, next no. news. Okay, last time, next news. let's see. Yeah. Okay, Bitcoin plus 50%. Buzzsaw.
1: That's an analyst. I'm going to go to, no, skip that no, I'm going to well. do the Voyager. It's Voyager Digital. Um, I think that's the next one, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is that all right? Let me look at the list here. Let me go back to the list. Here. Yeah, yeah. We are looking at Assange. Yeah. Um,. And this is the last time, yeah, Voyager Digital allows investors to purchase stocks. And that's really okay. Did you want to take that? No, I, I, I read the assigns, right, so Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was
0: like it sounded like you wanted to take this one. Okay. All right, no, so. i just saying
1: I was just trying to make sure we got through the right article, sorry.
0: Okay. Uh, next news article written by Jordan Lionchef of Voyager Digital to allow investors to purchase stocks with USDC. Founded in 1993, way back when, the Voyager uh, Voyager Digital offers numerous brokerage platforms for different assets, including cryptocurrencies. The company now wants to combine the world of crypto and equities by allowing investors to purchase the latter via Circle's stablecoin USDC. The report from Bloomberg informed that the feature will most likely see the light of of day by the end of the year. It will be possible for the following joint ventures between Voyager Digital and Market Rebellion that will enable both sides to run a regulated broker-dealer. The new entity will handle equity trades on behalf of Voyager's clients. They will be able to purchase shares of companies listed on WordPress platforms using USDC as the payment method. Quote, incorporating stocks trading, especially based in on digital dollars, is a natural extension of what we're doing, of our value proposition, and what consumers are going to want in the near future, commented the company's co-founder and CEO, Steve uh, Elrich. Future plans for Voyager include rolling out a cryptocurrency-based debit card through a partnership with Mastercard and Metropolitan Met- Met- Metropolitan Metropolitan Metropole- Metro Metropolitan Metro Metropolitan Met- Metro Metropolitan Commercial Metropolitan uh, Metro Metropolitan reported Metropolitan that Metropolitan two Metropolitan the Metropolitan cryptocurrencies Metropolitan FTX Metropolitan Bitstamp Metropolitan similar Metropolitan as Metropolitan Metropolitan both firms outlined plans to start offering stock trading, stock trading products to their clients to compete with behemoths like Robinhood and eToro. Okay.
1: This is this is an interesting thing. So, when you invest in, when you buy stocks, right, uh, the way that it used to be done was you'd buy whole stocks, you'd buy partials, and you would actually receive stock certificates in the mail and that way you knew you owned the stock now
0: this must have been before
1: 1993 pardon? right no no this uh, even as even as recently as 2010 like I technically you can still get them if you want um but uh most people at least like who robin hood who who pretty much does not deliver certificates to anyone they just say yeah we'll hold them for you um because it makes the trading faster otherwise you have to buy it wait for it to come in the mail or in email or whatever and then you hold it And then when you want to sell it, you have to send it back and trade it in. Anyways, it just, it's faster to do the digital method. Um, and you know, if it was robots, robots can't hold the, the, uh, certificate. So it doesn't work that way anymore. We just moved to the other method. But the reason I'm making this point is because if you're going to use USDC as the payment method, then the money has to go to the entity, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're buying shares of stock from, you know whatever you know stock company you're buying from let's say you bought a bunch of Amazon which would be really expensive but let's say you did um, using USDC now you have to give that USDC to the company now obviously this exchange house is going to have to have some system set up to deliver that money to those entities but you know it's like you buy the stock and I I don't even know how it works exactly it's in the stock market but I mean Normally that's just going straight over to the entity. I don't know if they can pull the money right away if they need it. And I'm saying all companies will do that, but at the same time, what if that company doesn't want USDC? Right? It's, it's gonna be a one-to-one ratio, which means they're like, okay, we would like, um, you know, somebody bought, let's say 100,000 of our shares at whatever the price was, um, which is worth, let's say, you know, a million dollars uh, but it, now it's in USDC. But we don't want USDC uh, exchange company that buy our, you know, had all these people buy our stock. Uh, we need the million dollars. Thank you very much. Uh, is that going to do that? That's what I'm curious about. So I was like, if you're doing, if you're letting people buy this in USDC or whatever stablecoin you're buying it in, uh, it would be nice to know that the company that you're buying the stock of can get USD dollars, you know, actual dollars instead of the you know circle's version of dollars. That's the only concern I have about this. I'm, I'm sure that they have some way of working it out, but you know, just because this is a thing that might be doable doesn't necessarily mean that all those companies you're going to be buying their stock in this other format are going to be happy about it.
0: <laughs> so. All
1: right, continuing on. I'm looking at Bitfinex's LEO exploded by 60% due to the new Uh, All time high following the DOJ's Justice Bitcoin seizure. This is this article we were talking about earlier. So, Jordan Lyonchev writes After it became clear that several branches of the U.S. law enforcement agencies apprehended a man and a woman for conspiracy to launder nearly 120,000 Bitcoin stolen from Bitfinex in 2016 exchanges crypto token skyrocketed by double digits 119,754 bitcoins stolen in 2016 from bitfinex is one of the largest and most discussed heists in the cryptocurrency industry while the swiped amount was worth at the time 70 million dollars which was a good chunk of change today is worth more than five billion due to btc's massive price appreciation the anonymous hackers have attempted numerous transfers of the stolen coins through the years, but have failed to cash out substantial quantities as all associated wallets were back- blacklisted. After nearly six years, the U.S. Department of Justice highlighted a highly positive development on this point yesterday. A joint investigation with the IRS, CI Washington FBI's Chicago Field Office, HSI New York, and others led to the arrest of Ilya Lichtenstein, 34 years old, and his wife heather morgan 31 years old for conspiracy to launder the proceeds of the stolen bitcoins keep in mind keeping in mind the significance of this event bitfinex's native cryptocurrency reacted to it in a highly positive matter leo traded around uh, five dollars ahead of doj's announcement but skyrocketed to more 60 percent in the following few hours by doing so it surpassed a price of eight dollars and charted an all-new time all-time higher ATH. Despite retracing to just over seven dollars as of now, the token is still up by double digits since yesterday. So I mean, it's a short article, but it really is just making light, of, or yeah, making light of uh, the fact that 120,000 Bitcoin uh, was was stolen. And at the time, like I said, 2016, it was only 70, $70 million dollars, which was still a significant chunk of change. But because of the appreciation of Bitcoin in that time sense, it is significantly more money.
0: That's why stacks that's nada, baby. All right.
1: I don't know. The, the, I think the problem, and this is, I, I just want to do a quick analysis of this because, um, it's it's a funny, weird, mental perspective on this, and I'm going to say it because, obviously, people who are thieves aren't always brilliant, but. Um, one of the things that uh, I would call white collar thieves are better at doing is not moving all the money at once. You know, people who are anxious to get the money are just like, I need to move it all right now. It's like, you know, uh, don't. <laughs> because big moves are watched by everyone, particularly on the blockchain. Yeah. But if you're going to move money, you should move little bits of it, little at a time here and there. And like, you know, do what money launderers do, which is move it around a whole lot before they take it out.
0: Well, um, also use a um, a blender or a, a, a. Oh yeah,
1: blender is the best way. But I mean, um, yeah, even even so, if you if you blend it, you still have to make sure you don't take out a large sum. Or that exact
0: amount. Like you put if you're putting 119,000 yeah. into a mixer, and then you're yeah. <laughs> then the other the other end shoots spits out 119,000 uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, you didn't mix yeah, anything. Kind of, yeah, right. it's kind of like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I know where you're at, buddy. Yeah, Got exactly. That? So
1: it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I would, obviously I'm not saying I would do this, I'm just saying that their their thought process on it is just, I want the money, and of course that's what most people are doing anyway when they're stealing, but it's like, it's like, this is why you get caught. Yeah. <laughs> this is why the news even exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to do it, don't take it all at once.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. But you don't buy uh, I, mink, mink. Coats and Cadillacs. Yeah, yeah,
1: people don't don't understand that that the most hidden billionaires or the most hidden millionaires are the people who just act like everyone else. You know, they drive sedans, cheap sedans. They drive. They they they, they don't live the high life. It always makes me wonder that the people who live the high life are all just fake. <laughs> like, oh, you don't actually have the money. You're just spending money you don't have. All right, but the real people who are wealthy don't necessarily do it that way. Anyways, I'm not trying to take I a guess,
0: more time. I guess I'll just keep my vehicle parked in the garage then.
1: I mean, what, you know what I would do? And this is something I wanted to do for the long time. I drive, I drive a Tahoe. I don't mind, it. Um, but, um, and it's a big vehicle. I realize that Europeans are probably going, eh, you know, why would you do that? Well, I'm a big person, so I, I prefer a big car. Um, But uh, I've been keeping it for as long as I have because I'm really hoping to just convert it to a pure electric. Currently, it's a hybrid, and it's really hard to find hybrid Tahoes in general. GM didn't make a whole lot of them. Um, But I would really love to be able to make it into a purely electric SUV, and then I could change the license plate to electric. Uh, Currently, my license plate says hybrid V8, and I would like to say it (laughs) as electric V8, which makes no sense at all. All right, all right.
0: Yeah. Next news, written by Martin Young. Central Bank of Ireland, highly unlikely retail crypto trading to be allowed. The Central Bank of Ireland has released a February report on security markets risk outlook, in which it highlights key areas of risk for regulated financial services provider. Down on page 23 is a section on new products of which crypto assets get a mention. echoing the sentiment on most central banks, uh, the report stated that cryptocurrencies are likely to be highly risky and speculative. The bank added that consumers must be alert to high risk of buying and or holding these instruments, including the possibility of losing all their investments because the majority of unregulated in the European Union, oh, because because the majority are unregulated in the European Union. Okay. The Bank of Ireland did state that it has seen an increase in queries for undertaking the collective investments in transferable securities, UCITS, or Retail Alternative Investment Funds, AIF, in crypto assets, however, it was not likely to approve anything for retail investors anytime soon, quote, at the moment, while such assets may be suitable, For wholesome or professional investors, the central bank is highly likely to approve a UCITS or a Retail Investor AIF proposing any exposure either direct or indirectly to crypto assets." The central bank did not rule out all crypto products, which suggests it may allow exchange exchange traded products for institutional investors. However, it does not want to keep away from retail. Industry analyst Colin Wu pointed out that some of the industry's major players, such as Binance, have set up shop in Ireland. Here's a tweet from Wu Blockchain: The Central Bank of Ireland, the Central, excuse me, the Central Bank of Ireland said that it is highly unlikely that the retail investors will be allowed to to crypt, will be allowed to crypto assets. Binance has registered multiple companies in Ireland before, and there are even. Rumors of preparing to build a headquarters there. Central Bank. Okay. In November, Crypto Potato revealed that Binance was reportedly set, setting up a global headquarters in Ireland. In August, furthermore, emerged that PayPal was setting up a cryptocurrency team on the uh, Emerald es- uh, uh, Isles if the bank of ireland cracks down on the crypto trading for retail finance and its brethren may need to look elsewhere for their basis of operation Central banks loathe crypto because they cannot be they cannot control it their job is primarily to control monetary policies and the economy which has an impact on the population to be be it negative or positive the central bank is the boss crypto challenges that by design, as it puts the monetary control back into the hands of the people, not the bankers or politicians, who certainly do not want to facilitate Joe public getting in their getting their hands on it. In recent weeks, the central bank banks of Russia, Pakistan, and Thailand have criticized crypto, with some pro- pro- uh, proposing a complete ban. Mm, they, yeah, sure. Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. Good luck.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, we don't like you. Like, well, um, we don't like you. That's why we made Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is it, see, that's what like, the government. We're tired of this. That's what the banks don't understand. That's what the governments don't understand. It's not up to you guys to make... The, the people. It's up to the people. It is now in the hands of the people.
1: Yeah, which, which is where it should have always been. I mean, I get that governments were set up to protect people. And technically, they're supposed to be by the people, which at least way it was supposed, supposedly set up in the United States. But um, yeah, we don't like government rule, and so we're taking our money and going somewhere else. It's like, yeah, uh, we're, if, if all governments were in the ideal of the US, I guess, not, not the actual of what the US is, but the ideal of the US, then maybe it really would be by the people and not just used to be for the people. <laughs> Last article here by George Jardjiv. Leash skyrockets, that's, that's a coin, Leash, skyrockets 40% as Shibu Inu introduces Metaverse real estate. What, is, is Leash trying to leash Shibu Inu? <laughs> leash is one of the ecosystems tokens of Shiba Inu, or Shib. And it's mooning today. When moon? Today. This happens on the back of a recent announcement where the team behind the project introduced virtual real estate in their metaverse effort. Early in January, Cryptic Potato reported that Shiba Inu is to enter the metaverse space, but the team failed to disclose any further details at the time. Now, one of the most popular cryptocurrencies on the planet is also introducing virtual real estate in the form of Shiba Lands.
0: Shiba Lands.
1: All right. Next quote. Sorry. Uh, these lands found inside our metaverse will be available for purchase slash auction really soon, and it will be our first step toward allowing the community to jump into the metaverse prior to its full release. The official post also revealed that the team is working on a queue system that will that's designed to prevent bots and gas wars, and it will allow exclusivity. To do so, the system will require interested parties to hold the leash token which in turn will give priority and exclusive access to this quote first uh, selling phase of land plots in our metaverse. Moreover, the the team is also working on what they refer to as a quote anti-dump system in quote, designated to protect holders. of those. Once the exclusive selling process is finalized, the lens will be unlocked and made available for the wider audience. In light of the above, the price of leash has skyrocketed 40% in the last 24 hours alone. Here's a graphical chart of that. So, yeah, put the leash on Shiba. I, I, I don't know. Did I, did I mention? I, I can't remember I did or not. Did I tell you how I like the reason I liked what Upland was doing with their Sales of um, of properties. So every property in Upland is in its own NFT, and so you can buy them and it mints it on the blockchain, and you own it on the chain, which is awesome. But rather than do what like the did, which was just make all the current properties available to whomever had the most money, they literally have uh, first user or first-time users only. like new users, like you brand new users there are certain properties within upland that only you have access to and and so and they're all and they, they roll out very slowly and there's another kind of limiting rule within uh upland which i really appreciate like i said this is this is so they can continue to have new users constantly um there will never be properties unless the, com- the entire city has already been bought out and all the new users have sold the properties um but uh like san francisco has long since finished upland's been around for three years but um uh, once you reach 100,000 EPEX in the game, which is effectively equivalent to $100 US, um, you can no longer buy those first-run properties. Um, and that might take a long time to get to, but if you don't you know, put money into the game from external sources. But the neat thing about it is it guarantees that new players can buy property even in the most expensive places are not completely gone. So, like, they recently opened up Los Angeles in the game, and uh, there are hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of first-run properties that no person with more than 100,000 epics can buy unless a new person buys it. And the other thing, the other rule is, if you ever try to create a secondary account and you get caught selling to yourself or something like that, you know, buying up properties at low rent, you get banned from the game. So, that's what I want to know. I don't know how that works entirely. I just know that you get, you get some serious trouble if you try to have a second account. So, I, I know. I looked into it. I was like, well, i just get a second account. And they're like, no. <laughs> you, you will not be. I think the first, the first offense is um, uh, when they find out is you get all your properties get locked down. All your properties get locked down. Oh, no, get locked down you can't sell anything for four months. You can't buy or sell at all you can do nothing so you can still be in the game but you can't do anything and then after that if you continue to, to break the rules they take a higher higher level of, of
0: it doesn't sound like a game I want to
1: play. punishment Say again
0: it doesn't sound like a game I want to play if because that...
1: of the because the dual account thing or well yeah because
0: the restrictions I like get it, it's if it's a crypto thing you should allow me just to do whatever I want to capitalize as much as I can possible. Well, it's a game
1: and you, know, you can, once you get into the higher levels, you can, you can do whatever you want. You can go in and buy as much property as just open. Cause there's plenty of just open property. And the thing that's interesting about it is that, is that the, um, you know, it, it, what was it? I'm trying to get that. There's plenty of open property. Like the one the, the properties that always go first are the terminal properties, the properties that are near the train station or near the airport <laughs> because everybody has to use them and so everybody wants to buy those properties so like when i went in into los angeles i had a pre-sale and each piece of property that was near the airport sold for a, for a hundred million upicks, which is a lot of money i don't have anything close to that amount of like. money um but uh i did get a piece of property kind of close so i did get some money out of that because it's sort of close to the airport and
0: have you um, sold and made profit off of that oh yeah no
1: i've sold i've sold over 40 properties in the game Nice. Before. And I've made about two hundred and fifty thousand uplifts which is about two hundred fifty bucks U.S. Nice
0: that you're paying taxes on, right? Yes, yes. Okay,
1: good. good. Of course. Good. Well,
0: All right. Sounds good. I just think
1: it's I just I just think you it, 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 that I appreciate their model because it actually gives new players a chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, in the real world market, yeah. no one human being, including Elon Musk, and and. Uh, Um, What's this name from Amazon? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. None. None of these people, even including you know Vladimir Putin, have enough money to buy the world. Nobody does. Um, And that's also true within the game. But um, you know, some people like Bill Gates. They have you know billions and billions of dollars. And Bill Gates does, in fact, own a lot of property. Still weird to me. But um, it. It's. uh, He doesn't own everything. Right, there's certain things you can't buy. There's government property, et cetera, et cetera. But um, there's also you know, a lot of individuals who just own their own property. So, UPIX mi- mimics the real world. You know, there there are probably places where there are people who own huge swaths of land, um, you know, in, in just huge areas. But there are also places where nobody wants any land at all, like like um, California City, out in the Mojave Desert. There's tons of land out there. Why does nobody own it? Because nobody wants it. It's useless. It's pointless. There's no you know, no use for it or something. So, in,
0: in real life, or in the in the metaverse, that's funny.
1: No, it's not actually in the metaverse. But I'm just I'm saying that in real life, there are okay. plenty of places that nobody cares to own.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and you can go buy it if you want to.
0: So. All right. I think we should wrap it up. What do you think? I think so too. All sure. right let's get that last uh, CryptoTree plug and we can get out of here
1: righty. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening as we do as you do if you do every time we post a podcast uh, you can catch us on on Anchor FM or anywhere podcasts can be obtained as well as YouTube pardon me we uh, post every Wednesday and Sunday if you like our content please give us a like and a subscribe if you'd like to hear more you can check us on Discord and collect those daily C3 media tokens and also get us on Patreon at three different levels as well as donate via Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, Bat, or Raven. All that link information is in the Cointree link below.
0: Below, below, below. All right, Cryptonauts, let's get out of here. Until next time, StackSats and... Adios.